you might be able to hear the cagoul being rained on including myself and I've been out in a little longer in fact I was just thinking to myself the weather has gone a bit rubbish and cold and my hands are actually cold inside my gloves and it kind of oh stop it leave it oh Joey you're so nosy bad dog got no leave it he's eating the no away oh, what I'm trying to do at the moment is establish um, a bit of a wall for my sweet peas, which I got free from the garden centre yesterday, from the nurseries. Not a garden centre. I like to think I'm above that now. <laughs> no, not really. Um, but a proper, like, you know, hardcore nurseries. Drive in, grab a big trolley. They don't do baskets. That would be ridiculous. Drive in, grab a trolley truck type thing, and then, you know, it'll load up. So we loaded up and because we spent <coughs> quite a lot of money we don't really have uh it um it netted us two tiny free sweet peas but yeah so the trip to the garden center was a roaring success Ugh, wet gloves a roaring success it's like they had everything i wanted and had thought of and because it's high summer everything was looking sumptuous mm. So, let's see, what did I get? I got a wig plant, <laughs> which is brilliant, isn't it? The Dutch apparently call it a wig plant because it offers up big fluffy plumes that look like, I suppose, wigs from a kind of Louis XIV or a Regency sort of dandy look, very high, tall wigs. Joey, leave that. No. She sees a bit of bark. On, a, on an innocent looking plant and off he goes. So that was a lilac plant that he was having a little go at. He obviously needs to eat something, doesn't he? Or chew on something. Oh well. I've bought a white hydrangea because one of the listeners to the podcast Facebook messaged me, went loving the podcast, great work. Here's a photograph of my beautiful hydrangea. Hyde Rangers ride into town and um, I thought oh I've got to have a bit of that I think white um, Hyde Rangers are the loveliest most stylish and in the evening when it's when we're in the gloaming love that word dusk kind of time the white really stands out almost lights your way as you're going through now what we're doing very excitingly is dividing the garden into two bits and the first bit from the house is nice Mediterranean garden, cordyline corner, summer house, things wisteria-y, you know, colour and loveliness. And then we'll go a little bit further up the garden, still loads of lawn to mow. And we enter the next section, which is going to be divided by um, a couple of sort of low ornamental fences that you can grow stuff up and a bit of cottage garden in the in the fore of those fences and then in the aft of those fences we've got greenhouse going to happen we're going to put the shed in there we're going to have some veg boxes that's going to be like the action center for vegetables and beginning of the season stuff little seating area for a cup of tea slash glass of something in the evening because obviously the graft of putting a greenhouse up is 
it's not really that exciting to me. I thought, I'll just make this little bed first so we can make it look nice before we do the hard work. And that prompted the trip to the nurseries. All those big things over there. Let's have a look. <clears throat> oh, Agapanthus. Now, I'm not familiar with an Agapanthus, but I just love saying the name. It's also got the word pant in it, hasn't it? Which is, <laughs> appeals to my immature, slightly sniggery schoolgirl approach. Pant. <laughs> and I bought another Japonica. It's a smaller one than the one we got the other week. What are these? Oh, they are. Oh, I can't remember the name. You know what? It's very difficult to retain all the names of this stuff, isn't it? Now, in a previous podcast episode, I have questioned the value of slugs. And um, I was shocked when I Googled them today to find that there is a real value to slugs in the garden, which is that they are food for birds. Great. But I also read a warning. It was the um, Royal Horticultural Society website, which is, you know, an authority in gardening. And <laughs> other websites had gone, yeah, just leave the slugs for the birds, man. They're really great. You know, they're gastropods. They're super. They're like snails. They're cute, right? RHS is like, these things are pests and can really affect your garden. It's like, oh my God, I've got to get out there. And then it listed a really long list of really nice ways you could get rid of slugs, like go out in the night with a torch and fill a bucket and then take them to the wilderness and let them run free, right? And then last was like, I'll just nuke them with chemicals. <laughs> I think every gardener has their own choice to make about their approach to slugs. But the reason I thought of it was because I wouldn't mind growing potatoes, actually. New potatoes, many potatoes. Um, but the warning on this site was like, and slugs can be in the ground and they will eat your tubers. And, oh, God, it's so scary. Gardening so scary. What might happen? Anyway, it's enough ranting, I think, and rambling. I'm going to put Spencer into the ground. Who's Spencer, I hear you ask? Spencer's the name of the sweet pea that I was given at the nurseries yesterday. Now, it made me laugh because, oh, when I was in infant school, when I was in year one, two, three, that kind of thing, really young, I had a thing for a boy called Spencer Leach. <laughs> Leach, talking to slugs. Spencer Leach. Oh, I just loved him, but he didn't love me, right? This was the problem. He didn't even notice me. And I think it set my bar quite low for what I was going to like seek out for the rest of my life in terms of <laughs> relationships until I got married to my lovely husband. And I think now Spencer's trying to say sorry by arriving as a little freebie in my nursery's basket truck. So let's have a look at Spencer and put him in the ground, put him in his place, finally. <laughs>